Welcome to the Destination Kingdom podcast. Where one friend sharpens another. And culture meets Christianity. I'm your host, D. And I'm Key. We are a bi-weekly podcast hosted by two friends, D and Key. And we're on a mission to make sure that culture and Christianity meet because you cannot impact what you are not a part of. Let's get into this week's episode, y'all. Hey, real friends. So we are back with another episode. In this episode, we have our other best friend joining us this week. So... Ayana is a engagement specialist in the school system by day and a stylist, influencer, entrepreneur, and mother by night. She is DK's personal stylist, and now she is expanding her brand to other influencers, families, and professionals. Today, she is here to talk to us about all things fashion, motherhood, entrepreneurship, and all things fabulous. Hey, Yana girl. <laughs> Y'all are so cute. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I said, you make me sound like I'm, you know, I'll be doing stuff. Okay. You do. And listen, you all will see the visuals later, but Ayana is on here looking very fabulous. She is giving us, I don't know. I'm not going to try to categorize what she's giving us, but she's giving us fabulous, honey. She got this little, little uh, Bob going on situation. This little angel white top situation. Frame. A little, you know. a little razzle dazzle. <laughs> so yes, thank you so much for joining us, Ayana. We are so excited to finally have you on the show. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. No problem. So, real friends, you all have heard us talk about our other best friend. She's been called our other best friend or our stylist um, for the past two seasons. And we felt like it was finally time for you guys to get to know her. So, this is Ayana Aponte. Like, Denitra already um, introduced her as. I mean, she's amazing. She's wonderful. And she has been our friend for 10 years. Ooh, your your yeah, age yeah yeah that's years. a long time exactly actually it's a long time man yeah. <laughs> do y'all remember how we met so <laughs> it definitely was at georgia southern i know y'all been friends before gsu but we were i was your what College technically your unwanted roommate because i took ooh, somebody's ooh, spot oh I remember y'all the first it was the first day of me moving in there and y'all called the house me and I was like I'm not even unpacked yet but okay we can sit down let's talk what's up but no and, when you walked in we was I think we were sitting at the table because we was like who was there? no 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 y'all we was walking Denitra you and I were walking back to the house okay I'm first? like we saw her. She was so she had these guys moving her in, and she was like, "Thank you, baby. Put that over there. Put that." And we were like, "Who is this girl?" Like she had her pretty curls out. She had on like a cute little summer outfit, and we were like, "Who is this girl? And why is she walking in our house?" Because nobody <laughs> told us that we were getting another roommate. So you know, we come in and she. Loud. Thank yeah. you. Put this <laughs> okay, you can put that there. No, don't put that there. I was like, oh my gosh. I don't not like loud. That. I was not loud. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't even okay. know who I had moving us in. 
Yeah, we don't know. I don't even know. And I just remember, like, okay, well, we need to have a a house meeting. And I was like, I'm not even unpacked yet, but let's talk. Let's talk. What what are the rules? You know, I'm new here. Just tell me what the rules are. I'll follow them. You know, let's. I was on, I was Denitra's sweet mate. So we shared a bathroom. That was fine. That was cool. I didn't have no problem. We had no issues with that. (laughs) <laughs> and then from there, it was just like, yeah, I want to say it was smooth sailing, but it was good. Yes. What y'all think? <laughs> yes. We have definitely, this is 10 years of friendship, y'all. And for us to all three be real friends, you know, we have had some ups and downs. But 10 years later, we still 10 toes down. So that part. <laughs> Bam. So let's go ahead and get into the thing about it this week, y'all. Ooh. Let me tell you, today we are talking about we only got one topic and it's a juicy one, baby. Kurt Franklin. Did y'all yes. hear? Yes. Yes, child. <laughs> Listen. Listen. Right, so friends, if you if you have do not know, um Kurt Franklin's son, his oldest son, I think his name is Carrion, mm. he recorded a conversation between him and his father. And it got a little heated. Okay. Kirk said some choice words. Don't act like you ain't never said none. Okay. <laughs> and uh, carry right. on with saying something back to his daddy. And uh, Kirk was like, boy, don't you ever. And it proceeded. Okay? <laughs> From there, right? Right. So was- the, some of the, I'm proud of the Saints personally because I haven't seen one Saint try to like cancel him. Yeah. And I'm proud of that. I will. You know? I was too. I went and looked on his post, even his apology, and like to see like the saints that was coming under. And I was like, okay, y'all better be supporting him. Y'all better be because you know, this culture is real. It's mm-hmm. real. Yeah, cancel culture just started because that wasn't always a thing. And people, they want to cancel everybody, but it's realistic. If you're a parent, listen, them kids be trying you. Kids <laughs> will try you and they come for you so they know what to try you on, how far they could try you. And yeah, no, it was realistic. So I think all the parents was like, yeah, man, I done been there. Do what you got to do. I don't know. He did have to apologize. But of course, you know, the type of person he is, he's a public figure. So mm-hmm. you got to apologize to the public for that. But no, that was realistic. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like sometimes people try to place Christians in like this perfect box. Like, oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. Or if you do, then you're not a Christian or whatever. And I feel like we as Christians also place ourselves in that box sometimes. I know I do. And I do judge myself sometimes based off my own actions. But it's like, at the end of the day, you're human. Like, we're all human. He, I mean, he lost his temper. Like, first of all, he was pushed. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Okay. First of all, he was pushed because we don't know what the rest of that conversation was. And then secondly, I mean, you you can't keep pushing somebody and think they ain't going to push back. Like, <laughs> And then he's an adult. Like, I think, he, isn't he in his 20s? His, he's 30. Like, 33? His 30s. Okay, so he's he's grown, grown. He grown, grown. It ain't no, oh, well, he needs, he, he knows better type of thing. Or we going to teach him not to do that. He knew what he was doing. And then you were recording a conversation. That was it was a setup from get go. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm like, he knew what he was doing. I'm yeah. like, he knew what he was doing from jump. Like, okay, I'm gonna record this. I'm gonna put this out there so the world can see what type type of person you are. But I think it kind of backfired on him, like because okay. he already had that that support from other people. 
even his mom, his mom came on on somebody interview and she was like, you know, I have to um, take up for Kirk on this side. She was like, you know, we tried to help my son. We he's I I didn't see her full interview, but from the clips I saw, like she was taking up. She was like, carry on. No, he cannot be disrespecting people. Mm-hmm. And she was like, we did not raise him that way. He know how he was raised and he know his daddy. So <laughs> Exactly. He know what buttons to press. What? Which ones? That's what I'm saying. Like your kids, their kids will try you. You know, and as they get older, and then I thought he was in his 20s because it sounded like you know when you get into an argument with your parents and your that sounded like a teenage type of age group. But now he has 30s. Oh yeah, it was time for him to be put in his place because that's that's a little bit too much. In my 30s, I'm not trying to argue with my mama like that or my daddy. Mm -mm. What are we arguing about like that for? (laughs) We grown. I'm not. But, I'm not I'm, what's that? Y'all remember that video? I ain't arguing with you. Was right. that plies? Was that plies? I, I ain't can't remember, but that probably was him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Not with my mom and daddy. No, no that not like that. Much. Like, what could you possibly disrespect your parents for at that age? Like, really right. big. <laughs> In your 30s, you probably just try to call them once a week, make sure they're still good. For real, in your thirties, if you got kids and stuff, you like, hey, hey, when you gonna pick them up? <laughs> Drop off? How long? <laughs> I'll pack the bags. That's like that's what you're trying to do. You trying to do all that stuff? Awesome, I love it. Well, real friends, y'all, y'all already know what to do. Hit us up in the comments or the DMs and let us know what you thought about Kurt Franklin's son um, and him carry on and Kurt Franklin getting into it, child. We gonna. As Kurt requested, we're going to keep the family in prayer because that's what the good church folk do. (laughs) It's like, I agree with you, but I'm going to pray for you too. I'm going to pray for you. Right. I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray. Oh, here it go. I'm going to pray for healing. (laughs) (laughs) But let's let's get into this interview though. So we got Ayana on here for a reason. Um, Clearly, we wanted to talk about her journey into fashionhood, entrepreneurship, and motherhood. So um, Ayana is also the mother to two beautiful babies. She has one boy and mm-hmm. one girl. Um, also, I know they her kids, but those my babies. <laughs> 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 they my guy kids. So yeah, now nah, I'm impartial. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But let's kick it off. Do you want to ask the first question? Yes. So what sparked your interest into the fashion field? Ooh, that's a good one. Okay. So if I'm going to take it back to childhood, okay, I was obsessed with Barbie. Barbie had everything. I had every Barbie. I, you know, them like totes that you would pack your clothes in if you're moving yeah. or storing winter clothes in. That was my tote for Barbie. And that was filled with Barbie. I had to get all of her clothes. Like, you know, they sell the clothes, the outfits individually, too. That was me. That probably, thank you, mom, because I probably was a small fortune. But I just loved doing that. Like, that was my favorite part. And once I grew out of that, I think I started, you know how we always would get the, like, the Word Up magazine? So, in the grocery store, I was able to get Word Up. Word Up was probably no more than $3, $4. But that Team Bow magazine was at least eight or nine dollars. And I was like, I know I can't get one every month, but I'm gonna try this month and team vote. So it was just I always just like matching up stuff, seeing what this is gonna look like and just going from there. You know? And now that I'm an adult, I can kinda do what I want to do. Cause you know when you're a kid, you have to mix them up what your mama bought you. Mm-hmm. But I also always wanted to do that. Even when I had to wear uniforms in school, 
So, you know, I hated looking like everybody else. That was like the worst part of uniforms. <laughs> so <laughs> I would I would buy like, and you could ask like my friends in middle school too, buy the sweaters to match my sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> I would buy that. And then we used to wear, they would allow us to wear like a graphic shirt over our college shirt. So that I would find little things, a mm. hair accessories to match, to coordinate something else besides that uniform. And it's just, it's always been a safe place. You know, like you find a hobby mm-hmm. and it's just, it just became a hobby. And I just always enjoyed it. Like I could sit and look at fashion stuff all day long. You know, it's just something that I always enjoyed. So I hope that answered your question. Cause Barbie, yeah. she, she sparked it. Barbie was it. Okay. <laughs> she was, she was, she was here. I had, I had, I had to have all the Barbies, you know? So Barbie definitely started this monster, okay? She created a monster, or he created a monster. You know, they've been out since, like, 1940s, 50s, or something like that. I want to shout out Barbie, because they have started really being more inclusive in their dog. Mm. Like, they are coming in all different kind of shapes. Yes, they are. Um, Braces, yes, hair, like, everything. And even occupation. I I have not seen an engineer one yet, so I'm waiting on that, Barbie. But they come in different occupations as well these days. So, you know, it's crazy. I just bought me three new Barbies. <laughs> you, bought, you bought the baby. You bought you or the baby three, three I Barbies. bought her. She has, the, she has the Barbie too. But Barbie came out with this line called Barbie Extra. Y'all. I, I wish I had them right now because I know we recording. But if I, I wish I had those Barbies with me right now in front of me. One of them, she's a beautiful chocolate woman, but her she has this fur, this mostly call it fur jacket. <laughs> I had to get her. Then that it was another like one. It's definitely yeah. I got the Barbie who um it was like a night, it was like a special edition Barbie. I found her on sale. She's the Barbie, she went viral. She had the purple bantu knots and the gold door knocker earrings. Did y'all see that one? Mm-hmm. I copped her, copped her on Amazon. She was on sale. And so, and I brought another Barbie extra because she had um this really cute fringe jacket. I was like, This is this is me all the way. Y'all, I'm not gonna play with them, but I just had to have them because they were so fabulous. You like, I'm still a Barbie fan, I'm still a Barbie, fan. I still am. <laughs> I still am Barbie, you know, I might I might have to let them know, hey, you know, I'm up and coming influencer, which I have. Let's do some promo. Let's uh Yana Times Barbie. Let's do it. <laughs> so with you being inspired throughout your childhood, when did you start trying to style other people or being asked to style other people? Hmm. So I probably you know how you um give unsolicited advice. Mm-hmm. I think that's what got me into it. Wait, Paul, <laughs> was there some shade? Are you telling me I give unsolicited advice, or you just don't well, know? I'm just saying, like there. you know how you know how you can give unsolicited advice. Like nobody asked you for that. But it was good advice. Out, or you saying I be giving unsolicited <laughs> no, advice? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I, I had no, to say, okay, let's say, say hold on, let's say okay. This is how I knew. Um, like I could be at work. Even now, recently, um, and my most of my coworkers um, in leadership, especially, they're women, but they're older women. So you know, I'll see them like, "Oh, this is really nice. I like how you did this and that." 
match the shoes with the dress, the blazers. And then it might be another coworker. I'm like, well, you know, you probably should wear, um, if you do like a, um, a tailor pant with pants with that, that'd be really cute. So it became unsolicited, but it was like, that's how I was helping people dress. And then they would come back. Like some people, you know, they'll be like, okay, let me try it. They would come back like, oh, I tried it. It was so cute. Other people would give me the side eye. So I, <laughs> as I got older, <laughs> I realized you can't really give people advice on how they dress if they didn't ask you for it. And then once, like, you know, as people get comfortable with it, they started asking me, hey, I was at this event. What would you wear? I said, okay. And then that's just how it just snowballed into that. I guess unsolicited advice. Denitra and I didn't get that treatment. We were what told you mean? we didn't get that treatment. No, Girl, what, please. What you mean? Hey. <laughs> what you mean? She, she was so, so uh-uh. was like, uh uh-uh. uh. There you go. What what she do, D? <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. You right. don't need to She'd be like, you ain't uh-uh. want to want me looking like that. <laughs> you're not. You're not. Go change. We, we're not even finna play these games. You're right. You are so right. You're not going. You're not going with me looking like that. Where are we going? Exactly. So Denitra and I kind of got thrust into being Ayana's um, guinea pigs. Yes, basically. Yes, we were like her live-in Barbie dolls. But I also feel like Dean, I helped you stretch yourself a little bit because we were different than most of the people you probably tried to style before. Like that is true. Our willingness to to try things and like coming out of our comfort zone and even our styles. Like D and I have very different styles from mm-hmm. each other. All three of us have very different styles, but that's true. But don't don't play with us though. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Don't play with us though. We cool. Don't come out that thing stepping, but don't play. Woo! Okay, excited, y'all. Okay. No, oh, you for, you. That's right, and it is because uh, even though we we gonna be cute, don't get me wrong, we gonna be cute, but our cutes are different. Mm-hmm. If but not in a bad way. Like everybody's mm-hmm. like, okay, I see how you did it. And I remember one time, God went out. This was a couple years ago, and we all had on the same color palette. It yeah. says one picture. I think I was blonde was at the time. Birthday? Yes, and we all had on the same color palette, and it was like yeah. we're cute. Let's Very tell cute. the outfits, okay? Because it was it was the the theme. We didn't mean to do it, but the theme was no, like blush and burgundies. Mm-hmm. Now listen, to that, y'all, listen to how listen to how extra these friends are. The theme was blush and burgundy. <laughs> burgundy. <laughs> that was the theme we did. I'm like, did we yeah. have a thing? It, it was wasn't, it was it your wasn't on purpose. Though. It wasn't on it, purpose. No, it wasn't on purpose. So, D, what was your outfit? Um, I had on some jeans with some uh, thigh high boots, I believe, and then I had on a blazer that was like blush and green, and then up under it, I think I had on like this little lace bodysuit that was blush. You did. Look, yeah. look, look you that did. I was gonna we need to find that. That'll that'll be that'll be, that'll be part of the promo. That'll be part of the promo. <laughs> okay, uh, what you had on key? I had on, so I had, okay, I had on this white top and it had like a swoop neck top to it, but it, it had like a design in the swoop neck. Hold on. I'm sorry. What? What? Okay. I'm on a call right now, Papa. You got to wait a second. Okay. You Okay. Yeah. You can say hi. 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 Hi, Nugget. How are you? Good. Good. I love you. 
Okay, go ahead. I'm, I gotta finish this call and then I'm gonna come downstairs. Go get you some snacks. It's it's a plenty of what? Yeah, take it with you. Hold on. All right, take it with you. Close the door after you, please. Thank you. A day in the life. <laughs> so, right. um, we are going to get into the motherhood portion. As you all can see, like, motherhood is real out here in these streets, okay? <laughs> real. <laughs> um, okay, so back to the question. So, I had on um, a top. It was a white top. It was a swoop net top, but it had like a design across the chest. And then I had on some high waisted jeans. There you go. Yes, there it goes. Send that to us. The, We're gonna post my ring light. We was cute. And then I had on like this blush long duster. Um, and then I had on some burgundy thigh highs. It was real cute. And at the time, like I my hair was like it had some blonde tips on it. So it was it was I was cute. I was yeah, your hair was. Yes, I was I, I was fully blonde at the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had on I had on some high waist um, distress cuffed shorts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why do I have on shorts? It is probably winter. It was January. I have on thigh high um, rope like blush colored boots. It's similar to the your duster jacket because I'm looking at the picture now. Mm-hmm. And my top was like this balloon sleeve mauve color top yep yep that was a good birthday y'all thank y'all for celebrating with me you know we did that last night suki we did we so we went to a, dinner we did we went to dinner and uh we had on both of us had on like a variation of teal color shoes mm, we did so, yeah but i and, mean um and and nudes yes was- yes so <laughs> Fashion is always great. Um, so okay, D, what's the next question? Child and got lost. Girl, <laughs> this is definitely so real, friends. If you guys have not noticed, this 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 episode here, we got our best friend on. So we, I mean, forget the structure and everything. We are three friends that's been friends for 10 years, and we just having a good time today. We just letting y'all into Ayana, the fabulousness that is her. Um, oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I cannot. The <laughs> photos that you all um oh that's a good question for us to ask you. Sure. So the photos that you guys see as our brand photos, Ayana styled us for those. Oh yes. So, Ayana, tell us about your styling business and like what's your process with going through okay. trying to find style inspiration for your clients. Yeah, okay, so I try to do, everybody's different. And now that I'm expanding, working, um, expanding my brand, I'm coming across um, clients that are polar opposites of how I dress. So mm-hmm. it definitely has been, um, I don't want to call it a challenge, but it's been very interesting of how I could find out how to dress dress a different type of person. So what I typically do um, when I'm, when I have a client, I do a consultation. Let, let's see, what are you trying to do? What are you trying to look like? What are some of your favorite pieces? Like you might feel, for a woman, might feel beautiful in a dress versus some pants. Mm-hmm. So I get, I you know, get that feedback, brainstorm, and then I go and I make a mood board on Canva. And so that basically everything that the client has said, I put down visually from what I heard. Give that back to them and see if we're on the same page. If yes, no's, maybe so's, and then we go from there. 
Um, and that's basically it because fashion is all about visuals. You can say, oh, well, I'm wearing jeans and a cute top. That to me is like real like, okay, what kind of jeans are you doing? Distress? Are you doing taper jeans, mom jeans, skinny jeans? What shade of blue denim? So to me, if you have that visual of saying here, here you go. This is what I, I saw when we were talking. You go from there. I know when we first did uh, the DK photo shoot, you guys came like, hey, you, you told me what what DK was going to be about, what you wanted to do, how you wanted to look. And we went from there. I gave you um, a mood board. I did research, too. Like I looked up um, other podcasts that had more than one person as a um, host. I did research on um, talk shows, too, to see what type of promo shoots that they did, what kind of themes that they went for. Um, and just make sure that it all looks cohesive at the end of the day. So I do a lot of research. Most of the bulk of my stuff is research, just making sure that everything looks cohesive and that the vision could get, um, I guess, get across right, you know? Mm-hmm. Did I say yeah. that right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Look, see, I didn't even know you had to do research. <laughs> yeah, you do. Because sometimes, um, like, let's see, what was my last one? I did a shoot with um, a photographer recently, and we did Candyland. So, okay, so what does Candyland really look like? And not just looking crazy, you know, like, like let me see. Are you talking bright colors? Are we going to do candy cl- clothes with candy on it? You know, so doing those type of research to see what you want to do, how far are you trying to take it there? If you're doing somebody that's doing a period time piece, that's a lot of research. Um and then what kind of mood are you going for? I know when we did um when we did key, when we did your birthday, it was like what what are you trying to give off? Mm-hmm. And then you go from there. Like and I sent you all of those pictures of you said you want to give off this elegant, like I'm here, I have arrived. And I sent you all of those pictures of what I thought, you know, you can pose with, um, what kind of you know, outfit you could wear and go from there. It's, and everything. I love Pinterest, it's like my best friend. <laughs> like if pictures goes down I'm kind of sad I know they have a um uh, I think I forgot what the name of it they have one that's like specifically for black women because a lot of times when I do research I do have to type in black wo- women or a black woman or a black man so I could get, see what we look like but yeah. you know p- using Pinterest and search engines have been major research how have you kind of balanced your passion along with being a mother? Like, how's that working out? What does that look like? <laughs> what does that look like? Oh, Lord. What does that look like? Okay, I can tell y'all, like, when I do, a lot of times when I shoot myself, I'm I'm using my phone, a tripod, and my babies. I park my, my car, my hotspot is on there on their tablets. And I'm literally shooting right by my car while they're in the car. You know, mm. definitely the windows down, they can see me. I can hear them. They they have a cooler full of snacks. They're doing like a car picnic. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> one, two, three, shoot, shoot. Y'all, okay, yes. Like, that's them. They're like, okay, mommy just shooting. We're, you know, we're chilling. Stop right but there. I can see them. Um, A lot of the times I try to shoot when they're in school or if somebody's watching them, you know, when you get a sitter. But what is that? And it's all about time management. And my time management is, I can tell you, it's terrible. <laughs> it is so bad. Because a lot of times, like, their needs do come first. And so mm-hmm. just trying to balance that out, it never looks the same every day for me. You know, I know people who who definitely have a down pack yet, but I haven't gotten there. So it's always a chat. It's a change for me, mm-hmm. per se. But sometimes they're usually right there with me. You know, we're going to do this together. Here goes some snacks. Screen time, mamas use mamas and daddies use that screen time. You know they don't have to watch nothing crazy. You can use screen time, 
education wise, but screen time can be your best friend when you need to get stuff done. And a lot of times they photobomb me. Like I don't some of my reels that I have made, my daughter is right there. She, she's making her appearance. I have to edit her out sometimes, but they photobomb me all the time. Like I have so many pictures and video clips of like fingers or like a head or like a foot, <laughs> a, a toy. I'm like, okay, come on, y'all. Or let them get that photo shoot first. Sometimes I let them just have at it with the ring light. And then by the time they get tired, then I could go ahead and knock out what I got to do. I like how you allow them to kind of be a part of your creative process and then kind of tweak it to make it what you needed it to be. (laughs) Exactly. I, I think that that's so important, right? Because you never know what their passions may be. Like somebody's passion may end up being photography from that. Yeah. Or it might be fashion or it might be um, video editing or whatever. You just never know. But I like how you are kind of bringing them along the process to see the behind the scenes of making that. And then also just kind of letting them have a moment to be in control and do what they want to do. <laughs> yes. Sometimes um, I try to incorporate um, incorporate them into the content that I try to create. Um, I know I made a couple of videos with both of them so they could feel like, like you said, a part of it. And you never know, Zion, that's, she's a fashionista in the making. She is, <laughs> she puts her outfits together and I'm just like, okay, girl, you you got it. So for context, how old are your children? My God, children. You know, he texts me randomly throughout the week sometimes to say, well, you know, I was at work and we had to do like, I guess, um, some icebreakers. And my whole time I just talked about your kids and I just be like, okay, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all just oh. hear that baby get excited when he saw his guy mama? Don't okay. kill me. <laughs> Okay, girl. Okay, so um, Manny, he's five. That's the first one. He um, started this motherhood journey off. Mm-hmm. And then Zion, she is two. Two. So they're three years apart. Look, you be handling it like a pro because your content be popping, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I be tired sometimes. I be I'm like, tired. I don't know how she doing it. I be tired and I don't I even have to I be tired. No, and then Y'all know we, we're still in a panty. So right. <laughs> my motherhood did a complete 180. I was not your... And shout out to the mothers that are stay-at-home moms. That's a... My hat goes off to them. I wasn't... I didn't want to be that kind of mom because I'm always... I'm a busybody. Like, I'm always on go. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not, I always find something to do, you know? Mm-hmm. So I didn't really want... I didn't want to be that kind of mom, a stay-at-home mom. I just wanted to be, you know... I, but with the pandemic, I turned into a not only a stay-at-home mom, but a homeschool mom. And that right there was a definitely um, definitely a challenge because I didn't know what I was doing at all. Um, ooh, y'all. The pandemic, I think it turned a lot of us into homeschool parents, but that one right there, it was definitely a challenge. And that was like learning motherhood all over again. Mm-hmm. I had to learn like... Learn my kids in a different way as well. You know, I I spend I'm very hands on with them, but this was hands on in a whole different way. From the time like they opened their eyes to the time they went to sleep, I was with them. So it was like okay, finding new things to keep them interested in. I have to teach. Manny is about to go to kindergarten, so I got to get prep him for kindergarten. Um, 
Zion, she's two now. So we're like, you know, she's learning by playing. She's following everything that I'm doing. And, you know, we got to start thinking about potty training. So it was like a complete, oh my God, what am I doing? I didn't know what to do. So it was, I had definitely had to reach out for help for that one a lot of the times. Um, But yeah, you can be, I think motherhood, you define what kind of mother you want to be. And no mother is like, there's different kind of mothers and not one is better than the next. You know, Mm -hmm. I really hate mom shaming, but once you find out what kind of mother you want to be, you're, you are good. But I think just the, like I said, being the pandemic turned me into a mother that I was not prepared for. And I really had to learn as I went. It was like all over. I felt like I was, I had two newborns almost again. When you're learning new things and not knowing what to do. And I went from cooking one meal a day to cooking three meals a day and laundry. And it's like, oh my Lord. Mm-hmm. And I got to teach this. And I got to teach him how to read. <laughs> I just found out, where's my village? Where's everybody that was at the baby showers? <laughs> I'm calling. And I talked to my mom a lot. Um, I grew up in a single parent household with four kids. And my mom was like, I don't know how you doing. And I'm like, you have four. So I know this, this gotta be crazy. So all of the parents who moms and dads, single parent, two parent household, I, you know, my hats go all to all of us because this is definitely a different type of parenting. Mm, That's so good. You're making it work though. You are. That's what I'm like. She out here, boy. She out here. And y'all know I started, and it was so crazy. And I think that's another thing. Um, Because y'all know I wasn't, personally, I wasn't, like, very active on social media. Like, I had social media, but, like, posting all the time. Most of my pictures, like, I to myself just from my memories. But I felt like with me being, turning into that mom, a hundred, like, 24-7 mom, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I felt like I didn't have anything that was Ayana. It was like, mm-hmm. everything is Manny, everything is Zion. And then I still had to work. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, when do you have, you got to find something. You got to find something because you're going to go crazy. Cause I started to feel like a robot. Mm-hmm. And that's actually when I started, like the pandemic is probably what kicked me into like, okay, Hey, you do this for everybody. Why not try to do it for yourself? And just go and see what happens. And so far, it's been good. Like, I wish I could dedicate more time to it. Like I told you, my time management is terrible. So I'm still trying to learn that. But once I get it down packed, y'all, it's over with. (laughs) (laughs) It's over. I'm going to start stepping on next, okay? But it kicked me into doing it because I needed something. I needed something that wasn't about being a mom. I needed something that wasn't about going to work. I needed something, like, that can make me happy. And I spent a lot of time just researching trends, like so I could be on trend and I know what's up next. And, you know, so I was like, why not go ahead and try to put yourself out there? I was nervous. I, y'all, <laughs> trying to like push myself. You're about to answer this question that we had right. here. Um, the question was, what advice would you give to someone that's interested in getting into the fashion industry? Go for it. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Don't even, if you start to think about it, that's when you, you'll stop. Cause I, I thought about it so much. Like, you, y'all know, you know, personally, I just had this baby. Mm-hmm. I'm, to me, I'm overweight. 
but you don't see that in them pictures though. But that will stop <laughs> me a lot. The no, no, I'm gonna look fat. I'm gonna look this. I'm gonna. I don't know. I didn't know. Like all I could do was a good lash and eyebrows, y'all. I gotta learn how to be the face. Like I was like, you gon' you can't do it. And that's what slowed me down a lot. Like I started, and then I was like, no, this this doesn't look good. It's not good enough. But if you don't start, you will, you will never will. Just go. Just go for it. And trying to get into the fashion industry is definitely networking. You're going to work for free a lot. I'm not going to lie. You're going to work for free. But the connections, the people you meet, where you go, where it takes you, it'll pay off. But just start. I saw this um, this thing on the internet one day. It was like the his, the transitioning or the evolution of The Simpsons. The very first Simpson episode, the drawing was terrible. But now they showed the updated <laughs> one. It was like, if you don't start, I'm like, okay, you just, you got to start. You don't, mm-hmm. if you don't start, you never will know. You never know. Like, just go for it. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's a, that's so key about any dream that you have. Like, I mean, real friends, y'all heard episode one, uh, episode one to now, yeah. this is what, 18, 19? Like, it, the, first of all, the quality of the sound. Can we praise God for some mic <laughs> quality? quality. Y'all got, you got two mics. Editing, lighting, when you all see these visuals, I mean, like, we're going to come out. We're going to come out, okay? <laughs> but just, I mean, I, I 100% agree with that advice about just doing it. Like, whatever your passion is, of course, study your industry, study your field. Make sure that you are adequately prepared before you just start putting out a whole bunch of content or whatever that's not applicable. But don't be over analytical, right? Like, yeah. don't, you are going to be your worst critic. Like, like how she was talking about how she looked in her pictures. Like, I know I've listened to episodes and said, I sound mm. uneducated. <laughs> I sound real country. Like, where did that come from? But real friends, we just want to encourage you guys. Like, if you if you have a dream, if you have something that God has definitely placed in your heart, like go for it. Yes. Even like yes. even if it's just con- making content and it stays in your phone mm-hmm. or on your camera or on your whatever, like because those can be blooper reels later on for you to engage with your audience to show the evolution of your craft. So yeah. I'm, I'm not going to preach, but yeah. No, you're right. So yeah. You're for right. so long, um, we were doing, we were doing DK for over a year before we even mm-hmm. recorded the episode and released it to the public. <laughs> over a year, just on our phones, on cameras, on laptops, like whatever. Like we got stuff from like what, 2019, 2018. Yeah. Like business meetings, everything like we were doing it, but for so long we were scared. We were being critical. Like what, how is this going to be applicable for people? And so, yeah, just do it. That's the best advice I do. Cause just do it. And then I was looking, y'all, I love, like, I love fashion. Like if I could, if you know, fashion is just, I don't know how to even explain it. The the amount of excitement I get when I'm going through like looking at fashion. So I was looking, I'm like, well, if this person, you know, I look and I'm, you know, not shading anybody, but people who are doing it. And it's like, you just, you look kind of basic, not basic, but what am I trying to say? <laughs> and not stepping on like, 
you're not stepping on next. You're, you're, you're not giving me the life that I need. You're not step. I want my neck to be stepped on. If you're going to step out and say you a fashion, you love fashion. And that's another thing that got me. It was like, no, I could, I can do this. Like if they can do it, I definitely know I can kill it. So really just trying to like stay on it. Like being consistent is definitely uh, what you got to do. And then find people you might not know them, but I definitely started researching, okay, who are some of my favorite uh, fashion influencers? Let me let me find out. What do they do? What are they doing? And I um, followed this one lady. I did um, a video about her. And she really gave really great tips about how to get started. And it was like, okay, start looking at that type of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. we always talk about what social media is just, you know, it takes up too much of your time. But if you're using it the right way, it definitely could be a key to your success because a lot of the things that I learned, I learned within literally the pandemic about how to shoot myself, how ring lights and all this editing and Lightroom, all of that. I learned through a social media by following people who was already doing what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another thing. Like we, we look at social media and I'm probably going on a different tangent, but we follow people who don't not going to give us really nothing into mm-hmm. us, you know? Like you following your your best friend, cousin, sister from high school. Why? She really, they're not doing nothing. Follow people who doing what you want to do so you can see how you can get there. Because there's no point in you trying to reinvent the wheel if they already don't, did it. Learn some tips. Make it easy for yourself. You know? So I started unfollowing people. Like, I was like, you know, when you're just on Instagram, I'm like, I don't really uh, unfollow. Yeah, I can make room for people who I've actually, I need in my life, you know? Mm-hmm. So. That was just my little tidbit. That's a side tangent, but just get started. If you got something, and I think another reason why I, I really enjoy um, helping people too, people think, oh, well, you don't have to get dressed. And no, when you get dressed, you could tell men or men and women, their whole attitude and just light in their eyes changes when they feel like, and they have that confidence because they, they're dressed. And so just helping people tweak, get that light turned on. Cause you know, you you be like, oh, well, I'm just going to throw on whatever. No, like, help that. If you know what you need to wear and know what looks good on your body type and your skin tone, that light starts to turn up. Turn that light up, boo. That's what I love helping people do. And I think that's another reason why I started, like, let me expand. Like, I worked with an older lady once. And her light that I saw turn on as I'm helping her dress, teaching her, like, how to dress for your body type, what colors, the light just started beaming. I was like, this is what I'm talking about. Like everybody can have this light, Mm -hmm. but not a lot of people know how to get there. And it's like, you know, people look at the fashion industry or just clothing in general as something superficial, but no, when it's starting to affect how you feel about yourself or what you think about yourself or how you look about yourself, it definitely is something to think about. You know, like people say, Oh, well, it don't matter what I look like. I don't care. You alive? Right. Hello. Hello. Like, are you sure? You sure? Okay. Okay, then. Ain't nobody asked me, so I'm going to be quiet. (laughs) Oh, so you ain't going to get that unsolicited advice that time? You know, I'll be like, right. I mean, and I'm getting, because we're getting older, y'all, I try not to do it as much. Because, you know, it could come off rude. But it'd be some people, I just be like, Right, that's it. Don't, it don't. Y'all got it when I was young and didn't care how I came off. You know, I'm growing. God is working with me, so I'm growing <laughs> and I'm learning how to touch people. Back then, 1920, I didn't care. 
out of care. But you, are you doing it with us? Is that question? No, it's too late. It's too late. That ship has sailed. If I met y'all now, then it'll probably be a little bit more gentle. It'll probably be a little bit more soothing. Sorry. I met y'all when I was nineteen. And we get that same energy. That huh? same energy. Same energy. But I feel like it's a testament, right? So, like you know, real friends, we talked about um, our Ayana being there during the 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 ratchet and righteous side and the good. She's seen good and bad sides of us, but. You know, we've been able to, again, be friends for 10 years. Like, that's a testament right there. And I love that as we grow, and all three of us are in different phases of life, right? Like, all of us have had some really big shifts happen within the last three, four years, right? Mm -hmm. But I love that when we get together, it's still those same 18, 19-year-old girls that met at Georgia Southern like it it almost y'all correct me y'all correct me if I'm wrong but it almost feels like a, a some sense of like a home like I don't yeah. have to put on airs I'm I'm good like I'm with y'all I'm fine I ain't got to do my I mean if we're going out then yes I'm gonna do my hair I'm gonna get cute whatever but like if I'm yes. with y'all like if I'm with y'all like I'm with y'all like I don't have to talk proper or whatever like I'm with my homies you can be yourself yeah yeah yeah. You can be yourself. Yeah. Right. The last time we went to go see Denitra, what we do? Sleep. Sleep. <laughs> Chill on the couch. <laughs> Chill on the couch. And had the best time ever. We went had to the, the best time. The best time. Watch. What we watch? Power. Yeah. The oh, best man. time. I just asked Denitra, can you cook? That was it. Yeah. Just cook. <laughs> and she do. She always do. When we when I asked, I was like, go chill. I ain't got to do too much. You be yourself and that's the best part like when you have people around you that you can just be yourself you know and then they don't what I always tell them you know your friends if they can humble you and lift you up in the same sense that's a real friend because I'm because y'all do that a lot <laughs> y'all, y'all will humble y'all will humble somebody but lift them up y'all okay so this I'm telling my business but he I remember okay so I remember one time Key texted me. I had posted like a, po- a picture on Instagram and she texted me, your cute, your picture was real cute, but you lied to these people on Instagram. I was like, what are you talking about? Key, what's going on? <laughs> you got to think you have eyebrows. I said, this girl. <laughs> no, she, but my, but she was cute though. You humbled me and still tried to lift me up. Like, <laughs> And that I did it in private. That's another thing, y'all. You got to make sure when your friends are checking you. Some checks you do have to, it does have to be done in public, but there's a way that you do it. You be like, okay, let's calm down. Like, okay, we good, whatever, whatever. But when we get in private, now you know you was dead wrong. Like, you know what I mean? But in public, I'm going to have your back. No, no, we good. Don't, don't touch her. Don't, we okay. We good. But in private, I don't know why you got me messed up in that. I like, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> you got me in some mess, you know. <laughs> but but Why are you gotta act up every time we go out. Oh my god! <laughs> right, that part, that part. Not DJ's been over here giggling, boy. But that's how she this, always do. That's how I always am. She always do that. We even, even when y'all get the arguing, I be. Oh, mm, I can't. You have to do that. I can't. You have to say we be arguing. You have to do all that. Denitra, she be like, mm, I can't. I can't. Like, like, I can't. Tell her. Tell her. I ain't. Mm, ain't. <laughs> ain't. I can't. I just. I just can't. I be like, can't. Denitra be like, y'all need to talk. Y'all need to talk. I'm not gonna. Y'all need to talk. I be like, I
She'd be like, well, I told her the same thing I'm telling you. So that and that's all you can be like, okay, Zanisha. <laughs> Whatever. Wasted energy. <laughs> Don't even know why, why no, we started. Energy asking you to like mediate. She not. Mm-mm. She not. Y'all can mediate. Y'all been doing this for a long time. <laughs> How you stay the peaceful friend, Anitra? <laughs> I just, you know, stay in my lane and I do what I do. <laughs> what is your lane? Let's talk, girl. What's your lane? What is your lane? You right. do what you do. What is you doing? What do you do? <laughs> we don't do it. I mean, hello? Wait, oh, hello? You know, you. I feel like I I am able to see both sides of like most situations, so like I can understand where either one of y'all be coming from. You get what I'm saying? No, because we both got the same face on. Like, <laughs> what? I can see both sides. So like, if y'all in a disagreement about something, like I can see both sides. I can see like why you might feel why a key might feel. Uh, why are you feel a way, certain way, y'all man? But at the end of the day, it's like most of the time it don't be nothing y'all can't work through. <laughs> Cause it be petty stuff usually. <laughs> so you said that we're the troublemakers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. That we're the troublemakers. So you just be like, I can't with them too. <laughs> but you know, Denisha, she don't ever have beef with nobody or like. You know, like, or if she does, it's like after the fact. Like, we'll find out after the fact. Or, yeah, you really ain't never had us out there looking crazy, you know? Like, but a lot of times, I was gonna say the reason I don't have beef with nobody for real for real is because I don't really take things personal. You don't. I don't. Like, I don't. I'm like, I'm a (laughs) (laughs) You say, (laughs) you said what? You kind of, what you say? I said, is you try- Is she trying to call us sensitive? Like, no, but Denisha always had. I don't want to call it nonchalant, but she has always been like, I mean, what you gonna do? Like, she's always been like that. Anything that I can think of, she's always just been like, okay, like, okay. so that's how. But she's always been like that. Just thinking about it, like, that, yeah, that's her personality for sure. I 100%. think we 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 pissed off Denisha one time. <laughs> oh, her we birthday. Met, we her birth. Okay, so maybe twice. Okay, all right. What you talking about? What you talking about? I'm gonna let you go. We were. I don't, we, remember. I don't even remember. Y'all. Okay, so we were in college, and Denitria got mad at us, and she took the trash can oh. out of the oh. kitchen. She <laughs> took the trash can out of the kitchen and left us this long note on the door. <laughs> Um, requesting a, a schedule to meet <laughs> do another house meet. This is long after I moved in, clearly. But she took the trash can out of the kitchen. She did. She really did. And she caught herself like trying to be petty. Like she has. St- Denisha is the cooker for us in the fan in the in the friend group, right? So she like kind of stopped cooking for us. We was like, is there she a did. problem? Like, she did. What is going she did. on? I remember like, that. You trying to be petty. Okay. Yeah. Mind you, mind you, this was 18-year-old, 19-year-old me. <laughs> yeah. We pissed, we pissed her off one good time. We did. Yeah. You yeah. took that trash can out. And you got mad. <laughs> she got so mad. And she I did. I was like, <laughs> she's like, you know what? I'm gonna deal with that. I'm gonna go get my old trash can. I'm gonna get my old trash can. She went and got her trash can that same day. And I was just sitting there like. 
<laughs> All I remember, I don't even know how I got a ride to the grocery store. <laughs> right. right. Like, how did you even? That ain't nothing like to carry. Where did you get a trash can from? I don't know. <laughs> that was but the only say, time. I would say, like, I feel like that's just a testament. Like, we're still here, though, y'all. We got these petty stories <laughs> to tell. Like, and most of the time, she's right. Like, a lot of things with your real friends, like, you'll know the ones that you can really work through stuff with and the ones you can't. Like, all of us have had friends that we came into this, you know, 10 year friendship with that are not here anymore. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some came with us and some we met along the way. But I will say one thing and y'all, y'all can sit up here and try to act because these two like to act like it's not the truth. But one thing about them, they are possessive, honey. Oh, there we go. I, I already knew it. There we go. See how they do me, y'all. Oh. See how they do me. Because you always want to bring up old stuff. Like this is very recent. You do you not remember the text message you just sent me? I don't know what you're talking about. The video record. Oh, okay. That's oh. Like- <laughs> okay. But I'ma just say my friends are possessive. Denitria and Ayana, they are territorial. Don't ever get it twisted. So she just gonna act like she's not possessive. I never said I wouldn't. I know I admit to my <laughs> stuff. Y'all y'all the ones be trying to sit up and act. I, I am too, all three of us, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's not crazy. Like, we're not them friends that's like, you can't have other friends. It's like, it's not like that. No. <laughs> I don't know, because we've had to go through your friends before, your friends. And uh, I'm like, I was just about to say, you know, you, 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 friends. you said that to, I'm going to give you some new friends. And then you've had friends that I was like, girl, that ain't your friend. I remember that. I remember that so well, vividly. You used to have these friends coming from Augusta to come to Georgia. I'm like, that ain't your friend. I'm telling you now. But I'm going to tell you, when I actually did get some, like, closer friends, they was like, oh, hold up, you made a friend? Yes! <laughs> I told y'all to set up here and look at y'all make all these friends. Who? Like, who? I'm not finna call nobody name. We'll talk about it off air. Offline. Offline. <laughs> it's our first offline. We're going to talk offline. We're going to talk offline. I'm going to give me some new friends. But you know that you can't, um, everybody can't go. I know that was something that we used to say all the time. But when you're dealing with friendships, sometimes people are really there just for a season and just to show you something different, even about yourself. You know, like mm-hmm. everybody is not, you're not supposed to have a thousand friends. That's just unrealistic. Because who, who's really your friend out of a thousand people? And you can find a real friend are you being if you got that many friends exactly <laughs> like if you need something at two o'clock in the morning who, can you call that person that's your friend and they they might fuss you out <laughs> but they're coming but they coming <laughs> they're coming you know they don't judge you when you slip up they're not judging you when you when you really need to be judged they're not gonna judge you you know they there Thick and thin, tears, lashes, all of that. Like, they there. <laughs> Good, bad, child. And all three of us have had those moments with each other. It's like, they, like I, I just need to tell y'all, but don't judge me. Like, mm-hmm. you know, but I feel like in those moments, we really did show up for each other. And I feel like it built trust even more amongst the three of us because, in the moment, we never judged each other. Now, once you got out of that situation, we're like, now, nah, how you, hold on now. This don't yeah. Yeah. Can we this, recap? <laughs> yeah, we need a recap now. Come on, you need a Jesus meeting. Like, while you was going through, it wasn't the time. But now that you, you've you gone through it, 
yeah. we're not gonna do this again. We yeah. don't do we don't do stupid stuff twice. Right. Okay? It might be one year later. We're like, I ain't saying nothing last year, but I'm gonna say something now. <laughs> you know, like if I see you, hold on, you starting to do that same thing again. Wait a minute, let's talk. Let's have a come it. to Jesus because <laughs> we're not doing this twice. Okay. Mm. And that's that brings me up to something. You know, when you're not doing right, if you can't tell your friends, like if you can't Child. tell them. Child. That's how you know you ain't supposed to do it. And then, it. and then you got to tell them after it's over with. Or so, it's, late, it's later in the game. You like, oh, I really need to tell y'all. Because you know you wrong. You know you was wrong. You know that wasn't, wasn't the right decision. If you can't tell your real friend what's going on with you, that means you, you're not supposed to be going through that. Mm. You're not supposed to. You putting your, you're putting yourself through something. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's heavy. <laughs> we done all been there. <laughs> yes. Like, I, I didn't want to tell you because you know you knew you knew that was wrong. Because your friends are your mirror. You don't want to look in the mirror when you're doing something you know you're not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Mm. You put like <laughs> I'm just saying, like, y'all, for real, think about it. Think about how many times we've probably been on the phone. It's something somebody going through, going through, and it come out. Well, I didn't. I gotta talk to y'all. They be like, "What's going on, girl?" What's... Yeah. And, and then you be like, "I be like, I need to tell you in person." In public. <laughs> yeah, you need to kill us. Yes, yes, yes. And then would get me, you know, because us we don't talk all the time, which is fine. I feel like if you gotta talk to your friend every day, that that's a lot. That's a lot of upkeep. <laughs> but when you when you call and be like, "Y'all, listen." It's just that time, like, yeah, you sh- you probably shouldn't have been doing that. You needed your friends there, but you couldn't have them there because you put yourself through that. Like, that wasn't something that you were supposed to go through to learn something. That was something you put yourself through because your friends would have told you right then and there because they're your mirrors. So that's real. <laughs> yeah, you know, when you got a high stuff, you ain't supposed to be doing that. Mm-mm. Ain't and ain't. <laughs> So, we all off topic, Lord. We are. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like this might be a two parter, but this is how our phone conversations, you know, go. Like we start off on one thing and then end up on a whole nother one. But shoot, that's how the podcast came about. Like, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Take us for who we are. So, um, last question. Um, oh, you got more questions? Right. <laughs> last one. This is the last, right, this one. The last, last one. one. All right. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. And it's one for all of us. So um, how do you kind of navigate the pressures of wearing multiple hats? So you have so many things that's demanding something from you. Like, okay, like, oh, we didn't start at DK and you didn't start at Atlanta the Dawn. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you have an image to uphold, but you also got your kids, your family, like school, work. I mean, we all got a whole bunch of hats that we wear. So how do we kind of manage those pressures? I feel like this is almost like a job interview question. It's like, well, what do you do? You have (laughs) a lot of deadlines to make. You're like, um, let's see. Personally, I think I thrive, unfortunately thrive under pressure a little bit. Um, Because I procrastinate sometimes. Like being real, like time management. But when I know I need to do something, I go ahead and try to make me a schedule. I really do. I write everything down. Like, y'all, if it's not on the Google Calendar, it's not happening. 
It has to be on a Google calendar because that really helps me a lot. And then just making sure I don't overload myself because once I overload myself and feel like I'm burnt out, I realize that sorry, everything gets shut down. Mm-hmm. Like I'm disconnected from everything. And so I try a lot not to do that. Um, self-care, like, and doing, don't try to bite, do everything at once. Mm. So let's say uh, with the kids, like, I try to make sure I get everything done with Manny school-wise first. That way I have the rest of my time. Okay, like, let me do this. Let me do that. A little bit here, a little bit there. Sometimes I'm up all night. I don't know if I'm answering your question, but it's really just making sure that you're not burnt out. And I and we all have burnt ourselves out, but not making sure that we're doing it back to back to back. Right. You know, um, and finding a um, an outlet. You know, like what if you're like because I know for DK for y'all this is your outlet. And I know y'all be up, y'all work job jobs, you know? (laughs) So I know for this, like, if you are doing something that is your outlet, but it's also like your brand, that makes it even better because that's your, you will want to pour into that. You want to do that. You want to look, okay, what's the new equipment out? What's the new sound out? app out what is everybody else doing so i could you know let me see what my listeners are listening to let me see you you're gonna want to do that because this is your outlet this is probably what you you know you want to pour yourself into mm-hmm. so yeah how do y'all do it because y'all you know <laughs> child <laughs> I'm you um, not you gonna let me go first i'll just say like it's definitely hard. Like I just changed jobs again. And so like, I feel like now I'm like, okay, I took a weekend off and now it's like, okay, I got all this stuff to do as far as like this new job. Like I got to roll out the plan for visitation and I got to do this and I got to do that. And it's like, okay, I wasn't doing all of this before. Like my projects that I was working on in the old job, are kind of wrapped up. Um, and so now it's like, okay, I got all this stuff going on with this child. Just got a puppy along <laughs> with being engaged, <laughs> trying to manage that, um, getting my bearings on the new job. But then, you know, we still have DK and like, yes, it's an outlet and it's something that I'll gladly pour into. But I ain't gonna lie, like, shoot, I'd be tired. <laughs> and it's like you say, like a lot of times I just check out. I'd be like, like, I don't want to talk. I just want to sit on the couch and watch Netflix. <laughs> like, yes. Like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> and sometimes you do. Like, one thing we talked about was the content. I know y'all made a comment earlier how y'all spread your content out. When you're a content creator, go, that's the biggest thing to help you out. Cause on them days, especially like, for me, like I'm, I'm all of, like face, visuals, body. Like if I don't feel like doing some hair, I'm, I clearly can't take a picture. So let me roll out that concept I took a, mi- a month ago. Y'all not gonna know it's the same outfit, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So that's a big saver. Just having that content already stored up, having something like, okay, let me repost this. It's the same outfit for a month ago, but it's a different pose. Mm-hmm. So when you taking pit, like for me with Elena the Don, that's something. Um, I try to do because I haven't taken pictures since. Well, actually, I have, but I haven't um been able to get the edits back yet. So sometimes it takes a little bit longer when you're working with other people. But 
I I posted something probably I took a month ago or last year, you know, like, because mm-hmm. I, I just have so much. Don't throw away your pictures because you never know when you're going to need it. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just never know. Like, I'm not, I don't feel like taking pictures. Like, I don't feel like yeah. that's a lot of prep work. Yeah. And I'm like, I think self-care is important. And for me, like how you said, don't overwhelm, like, don't take on too much. Like, that was something that I used to do all the time. I'd be like, oh, I can do this. I can do this. I was like the yes person. Oh, I can do that. I can be here. I can do that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, realistically, like, no, I can't. (laughs) And so, Mm -hmm. um, when I went through counseling, one of the things that I had to learn was like, how to say no and like, be confident in my no and stick to my no and tell people like, I don't have to explain to you why I'm telling you no. The answer is no. I'm not going. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Come through no. You got to be able to say no. Yeah. And I'm like, it's hard because I think sometimes it's like you want to be there for your friends. You want to be there for your family. But realistically, like we got our own stuff going on. We got brands. We got our personal lives, you know, like. You know, it's harder when people don't understand what your brand is, you know, or don't understand what you're trying to do. Yeah. 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 Like really. I know our family still kind of don't understand what destination kingdom is <laughs> like they they know we're doing something but they don't understand right yeah. but their generation is different you know what i mean like and that's okay but i mean it is what it is like whether they whether people understand it or not if it's something you're called to do you need to like we said mm-hmm. just do it like and then the people that are supposed to be there to support you and help you whether they're in your industry or not, like they will be there to support you. Yeah. They understand what you got going on or not. Like your real friends will show you if they're your real friends. Like, yeah, that's true. You know, that is really true. You'd be surprised who you um, inspire or who you do this for. Because mm-hmm. I notice sometimes your family, your family, and your friends aren't your um clients or your clientele don't ever think that you know mm-hmm. it's other people that you don't know that's gonna be the ones that's like oh my god i needed that you know mm-hmm. yeah people you don't talk to no more that you <laughs> ran across in another season in life they come back and you be like oh okay. yes that's so crazy <laughs> that is true mm-hmm. well i have enjoyed this conversation lady <laughs> you didn't answer the question Oh, oh, my bad. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. I got lost. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, what do I? What? Okay, pressures of wearing multiple hats. Um, I get stressed out, y'all. I'm not even gonna lie. Y'all know, and both of y'all have really had to sit down. I feel. Dang, am I the problem, friend? Okay, so you both of y'all have had to sit down with me and kind of tell me. Let me finish my (laughs) sit. And we do this to her. Like, she be talking. We be like, what? what? No, what? because let, okay, even... let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. There it go. Right. Right. We be like, what are you? You, need, you don't even have to finish. What are you talking about? Go ahead. We done. <laughs> y'all stress me out. <laughs> so. Um, but both of y'all have had to sit down and, and talk to me and be like, Key, you cannot do all of this, or you you have to stop this. Like it's impacting you in this way or this way. Like you you have to stop, or you have to be more um protective of yourself and your time and your energy and things like that. So, but I feel like we've all had to do that for each other. And then y'all know for me, of course, like at, at some point I come back to my prayer life. You know what I mean? At some mm-hmm. point, at some point, I come back to my prayer life. 
Um, but I mean, scheduling, like y'all said, I mean, I feel like I, I didn't answer. The, I wasn't going to answer the question because y'all said everything that I would normally do. You know what I mean? So, of course, like trying to sit down and create a schedule. And that's not always the easiest. Like what happens when your schedule gets thrown up in the air? Like it's stressful. It can be stressful sometimes, you know, it is. What I would say sometimes I do one of the one of my hats falls to the side, y'all. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I know my main hat being a mother, um, that's my main hat at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Like I go to work because of them. You know, I mm-hmm. um so that hat I try to make sure doesn't get mm-hmm. neglected. Or if I need to take that mother hat off, okay, y'all could go to grandma's, y'all could go to dad's, and it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Like and even for like this, my parents out there, your kids will be okay if they at grandma's for a weekend. You don't have to be with them every moment because you you will burn yourself out. That's and that's one hat that will burn you out the quickest. I feel like because it's always it's always a need in that area. Um, sometimes you just let one of the hats sit down for the week or sit down for the weekend. It'll yeah. be okay. Um, I was gonna say one of the things that we were told. Um, from a retreat we went to it was like you know sometimes like as an influencer entrepreneur like you have to put down that hat because you can't give your audience your clients 100 percent of what they need if you're not at 100 exactly. so it's like it's okay for you to drop that hat for a week two weeks a month whatever you need and come back because whoever is going to be there and whoever you know you are touching like they're going to be there when you get back they yeah. will be and if you touch if you they probably check on you like hey right. you ain't posted it yeah, we slide like what's going on with y'all, and you know? that's happened a couple times within Destination Kingdom because I know. Uh, so for the listeners, if you don't follow us on Instagram or or Facebook, you should first of all. Right. Um, but secondly, <laughs> like there have been times where we have had to take a break from the show because we had so much going on in our personal mm-hmm. lives. Um, and the ones the the real friends that had access to us. Um, they did check on us and they did kind of say, Hey, we noticed y'all ain't posting or, Hey, we saw the post that the show's going to be delayed. Everything's okay. Or whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. and then also too, like, I'm learning, like, you don't know who's praying for you. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like you really don't, um, you don't, you don't, but I wanted to share, um, a prayer that I found in this book. So my mother gifted me this emergency prayers book uh, a couple years back and it's literally called Emergency Prayers by Deborah Smith Pegas, P-E-G-U-E-S. And the prayer is called I'm Overwhelmed with Life's Pressures. <clears throat> Let me get my mic, Angela. And we'll, look, we'll, we'll link it. We'll link it. Right here. Yeah, yeah I'll leave that for the people. I want to yeah. say, your mama has always been the prayer goat, okay? Because I remember mm-hmm. in school, she made you this raffle bag of scriptures for you to um, pick oh. one out. Every day, mm-hmm. and we used to pick one. All right, pick it. What's the uh scripture for the day? And we'll go in the bag, pick one out. We'll read it to the whole house, and then we'll go about our day. Like, all right, <laughs> got my word in. Let's go. So, your mama always been the prayer goat. Okay, I'm gonna let her know. Yes, I'm gonna send her this episode. Um, so it says, um. Lord, I am beset with trouble. It seems as if more problems arise each day. I am weary of my own sighing and can find no rest. From the end of the earth, I will cry to you. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. You have been a shelter for me, a strong tower from the enemy. 
It seems that the weight of the world is on my shoulders. Mm. I know that this is not your will. Please teach me how to cast all my cares and concerns upon you, for you care about what happens to me. Give me the courage to change the things that I can, the grace to accept the things that I cannot, and the wisdom to know the difference. Let me bring joy. Don't excuse me. Let me bring glory to your name by doing only the things you have told me to do instead of being stretched in every direction by Mm. the wishes and demands of others. Mm. As prayer and stress bear down on me, let me find joy in your commands. Lord, do not allow me to become so busy that I eliminate my quiet time with you. Teach me how to be still and know that you are God. Thank you for being my refuge, a very present help in in a time of trouble. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 That was good. I like Mm -hmm. that one. Mm -hmm. Especially that last part, you know, getting too stressed, you don't have time for him. I know one of my things is making sure I get at least 20 to 30 minutes. Like, yeah, let me talk. Let's talk because I need make sure I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, you know. (laughs) You said you can order the footsteps. We make sure I got the right shoes on today, okay? I love it. Love it. I got the right shoes on today, okay? Let's go. Let's get this love thing started. It. Love okay. it. Well, this has been an amazing episode, lady. Thank you so much, Ayana, for joining us. Oh, You're um, welcome. Real fast, we know that we have just taken y'all all around the world, but it's. I feel like it's been a really good episode, and you guys get to hear what genuine friendship sounds like outside of you know dni um so ayana before you leave the people please tell them where they can find you the name of your silent business and you know how they can reach out to you if they need some help getting cute girl so um you can find me on instagram and tiktok i'm trying to give me a twitter you know one platform at a time but um elena the don that's e-l E-N-A-T-H-E-D-O-N, Elena the Don. That's where you can find me and just reach me. I will have a website coming soon, so you, it'll be a little bit more formal, but informal. You know, just DM yes, me. Slide in my DMs and shoot your shot, you know. <laughs> shoot your fashion shot. Right, your fashion shot. Yeah, that's what I mean. You know, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> Yes, if you need anything, and I'm, you know, it doesn't have to be all. I'm extra, so my fashion is never extra for somebody else. But definitely, just learning what works for your body type and skin tone, you you'll go a long way. And just like, just for clarification, do they have to be doing like a photo shoot or something, or just can they contact you for styling tips? Um, styling tips, photo shoots. Um, I also do closet audits, which are like renovate, not renovating. I don't do construction. Let me (laughs) go back a step. Um, if you need your closet organized or cleaned out far as getting stuff that no longer fits, no longer looks good, out of style. I do that as well. Um, that's actually, I really love doing that. It's kind of fun to go through people's like, it's like almost like a time capsule. See what you got. (laughs) Um, but shopping, I do personal shopping for people, styling for photo shoots, um, events, special events, um, all that, anything that has to do with clothing, I can do it. Finding you certain pieces, you know, just give me the budget and let's go. Let's shop. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. I really appreciate this. I love what you guys are doing and watching you guys grow and blossom. You know, I've seen it from the bottom on up. So this this has been definitely loving it. I wish y'all nothing but the best, man. 
You too, I girl. I was coming with y'all, but you know, I just wanted to say that. Right. With y'all, yeah? you know, right. You ain't your friend that can go. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm the friend that's going. What you mean? Right. Going. I just I just wanted to tell y'all that y'all are doing an amazing job, you know, touching people, you know, even with our background. And y'all don't have to put this in the episode, but this is just just like a different plug. But um, talking about the word and talking about religion and being a Christian, you know, trying to merge that into what that looks like now, because yeah. a lot of you know my view was kind of tainted. And but just laying like, hey, no, God is all, is there for everybody, you know. So y'all are doing a good job. I appreciate y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all are, y'all are blossoming, young women. Oh, we could. <laughs> I love y'all, man. Love you too, y'all man. Too. Look at Janisha say, love you on recording. We gotta wrap the episode up, though. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay, yeah. All right. Well, thank y'all, real friends, for joining us for another episode of the Destination Kingdom podcast. We'll see y'all in two weeks. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>